just jumping in really quickly at the start of today's episode to tell you about some upcoming opportunities to see us live in the flesh. And you can see us live at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival 2024. We are doing three live podcasts on Sundays at 3.30 at Basement Comedy Club, April 7, 14 and 21. You can get tickets at dogoonpod.com. Matt, you're also doing some shows around the country. That's right. I'm doing shows with Saren Jaimana, who's been on the show before. We're going to be in Perth in January, Adelaide in February, Melbourne through the festival in April and then Brisbane after that. I'm also doing Who Knew It's in Perth and Adelaide. Uh, details for all that stuff at mattstewartcomedy.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and here we all are. It's me with Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. Hello. Hello. Oh, it feels so good to be back in the habit. Sister Act 2. Mm. It feels so great. I will follow him. <laughs> it's been a whole week since we follow released an episode. Him wherever he uh-huh. may go. It's been the... Sister Act the longest period in between episodes, but also the shortest period in between episodes yeah, because equal. we are very consistent. <laughs> yeah, we've not missed a week. Like, honestly, it's that blows my mind because I've never been committed that, been that committed to anything in my life. Hey, you can set your clocks to us if your clocks needed to be, if you only wanted to check the time once a week. And it was one o'clock on a Wednesday. Yeah. Give, or take, Melbourne, a, give yeah. or take a couple of hours. Yeah, Australian depending Eastern on time Standard zone. Time. That's interesting. Everyone, like most people around the world, would have all of a sudden been getting it an hour earlier. Oh, yeah. Because it's now daylight savings here. That's Melbourne, right. Victoria. That's where we Australia. are. Australia. Oh, is that how you say it? <laughs> That's how I say it. <laughs> we all say it. <laughs> hey, it's Blocktober month, motherfucker. Fest. <laughs> That's all in the title. That was all in the title. It's October month, motherfucks fest. Yes. Basically, it's such a famous event now. You can you can just say it's block, and people know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. You. you what lo- are you guys you doing lo- for block? <laughs> <laughs> Come around to my place for block. Yo, block. What's up, block? Where are you going to be for block this year? Are you visiting your parents, or are you about you in town? Mate, I'm camping out. For block. For, for all of block. Oh my god, fuck yeah. Yeah. I, I love block camping. Yeah. It's good fun. Uh, we're now, this is, this is the halfway point of block. We've made it halfway through block. And that's the hardest half. Yeah. The first half. It's all downhill it's from all here. Da- the sweet downhill ride. Mm, love that. It's a, my favourite bit of hiking. Yeah. Is the bit where I get to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I Whee! love it when it's over. Mm. Yeah, for me, hiking's always over and it's great. 
Hiking's always over. Yeah. Oh yeah. I started when it was over. Yeah. Anyway, for people for the for the two, maybe three people on this earth that don't know what block is. Oh, you don't know what block is? Do you want to explain to those those two people? Well, it is the biggest month of Do Go On podcasting of all time. Time, time. And we're doing the biggest uh, most popular topic types. And this week we're doing the most popular topic type, as voted by you, the dear listeners. Uh, two weeks ago, we did the third most popular type of topic, which was... Quirky events from history. Last week, we did the second most popular type of topic, which was... A serial, serial killer. This week, we're doing... Yeah, a... I'm allowed to speak too, Dave. Matt, but he just pointed at me. I panic. don't care. <laughs> this week I'll we... talk when I want. Here I go now. <laughs> just... La, 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 I'm so tired. That is not talking. (laughs) Your illustration of you talking whenever you want was singing. Yeah. I'll do that too. In the style of Babe the Pig. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This week we're doing the most popular type of topic ever, uh, which I forget what it is, and Jess will remind me. Then next week we're doing the most requested ever topic, and then to bring home the month, we're playing our live Melbourne episode from Howler, which we recorded on the weekend, and it Holy was sick, I assume. We're recording shit. this just before. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Don't give that away. Okay. I've been to the future, and it's all they talk about. <laughs> really? Yeah. Tell what happened? That... Was there a fire? Yeah, some sort of a nuclear event. <laughs> oh, and Howler. Yeah, they, well, they refer to it as Ground Zero for these days. That's interesting. Or Growler Zero for some reason. Oh, good. <laughs> Edit that bit out, please. Uh, yes. In the future, they talk gibberish. <laughs> Anyway, this I'll this, fit in just fine. <laughs> this week we're doing the most popular type of topic ever, which is Jess. What is it? Well, it kind of ruins it by letting you know at the start that it's a mystery. <gasps> so we put out we put out like twenty different kinds of topics, and mm. about a quarter of the votes came in for mystery topic. But it was wasn't it more specific than that? <laughs> oh god! Can I just ask? What did people think that they? It was like here are twenty options, but the twenty first option is a mystery mm. option. We won't tell you what it is. <laughs> that's What's why, in the box? That's why people voted. They're like, oh, I don't know what that is. Okay, I love that. Or did people think they were voting for a mystery from history? If they were voting for like mystery box kind of thing, bravo to them because well I'm never brave enough to do that. Oh, take a chance on the thing you. I'm like, no, about. I'll order the same thing I always do. Thank you. Yeah, Noki Carbonara. Thank you very much. <laughs> Unsolved mystery is what you were alluding Great. to, Matt. Is that all it was? No yeah. wonder that was so popular. And again, kind of, I I purposely left that word out so that there was some kind of feeling of. Well, feel free to edit all of this out. Nah. Remember, you're in control. Oh, okay. This is my fault. <laughs> I, I reckon. I reckon we might solve it though. Do you reckon? Matt yep. and I are pretty good detectives. Put the facts to us. This is a really fun story, actually. I'm really excited about this one. I had a lot of fun reading this. That's oh. my headphones you're turning down <laughs> for the second time now. Thank you. That's a good level for me. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, yeah, it's a really fun story. And as per usual, I don't have a question, but I thought we could actually do something a little bit different. No. <laughs> <laughs> to help uh, guess the title. Okay. Right. So it's a it's a three worder. It's a the, the, the. It's a four worder. The. <laughs> what is the? The doesn't count. Okay. But I'm going to put it in here. So now it's four. The, 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 the. Right. So it's, it's. Uh, okay. So all you need to do is name an animal and a body part. Beaver leg. 
No. Ooh, animal body part. Not uh, not the, necessarily the body part of an animal. Ooh. I'm saying it's an animal, first word, second word, body part of a human. Horse penis. I couldn't. You went straight to horse penis. Ho- I was going to say horse hoof, but then you said it wasn't that necessarily linked up to that animal. No. Is horse right? No. Giraffe penis. No. Is the penis right? Penis is incorrect. I assume penis is right. Penis is incorrect. So okay. penis is Think right. Think more of a, a water-dwelling animal. Hippo. Hippo. No, wow. Okay. No. Fish. Ocean. Yeah, no. Dolphin. Getting wolf. closer. Closer. Whale. No. Wolfen. Not a wolfen. Turtle. No. Piranha. Scarier. <gasps> Bigger. Piranha. Shark. Shark. <gasps> Boom. Shark. All right, we've got the animal. Tooth. Is NATO a kind of... Uh, a body na- part? Yeah, is NATO a... Na- Where's... Point to your NATO. Are you pointing at your penis again? <laughs> no. I'm pointing at my rock hard abs. You call them your NATO? Yeah. Check out my NATO. Gonna go down to the local pool, show off my NATO. Yeah, yeah gotta, yeah, do, I'm working out on my NATO today. <laughs> so that's at the, at the old gyme. Yeah, just no, working on the NATO. No, NATO is not the body part. The shark back. No. Shark leg? <gasps> no. Shark back. Getting a little bit closer. The shark foot. No. Is it Greg Norman no, related? No, no. It's not Greg Norman related. Shark head. Nah. What's another body part that we have? The shoulders. I did just move my shoulders. What part? Keep keep, extrapolate from shoulders. Neck. No, the other way. Boobs. (laughs) Arms. Shark arms. The shark arms. Boob. (laughs) Shark arms. Is that a pub? The shark arm murders. (gasps) (gasps) Wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. Or does it? Well, I don't think any of us saw this coming. <laughs> Mystery. This has been suggested only once, interestingly, by John Alderman. <gasps> um, and I put it. I put quite a few uh, unsolved mysteries to the Patreons and said, "What do you want to hear about?" A few of them were kind of gruesome, kind of murders, which I thought this is what they're going to love. This is what they're going to go for. But they went and with a different kind of murder. They went <laughs> a shark arm murder. Which is a which is a really interesting and like a really fun story. Can I have an early uh, crack at solving this? Absolutely, one? go for uh, it. Obviously, there's not a lot to go on so far. Okay, I think it was John Alderman. You think he? He's the only one who suggested it. I think he's oh. trying to hide in plain sight. Um, <laughs> what are you accusing him of, though? Well, this shark. Um, murders. And, and I think he's because he, he's going to say, uh, "Excuse me, judge a jury." <laughs> is he is he from Australia? Um, I think was so. that character sure. from Australia? Uh, I'm uh judge. If uh if Love I this. if I did it, do you think I would have suggested it as a topic for do go on? Is, I don't think so. That is an airtight Judy. Judy has that person had their voice altered? Judge and Judy are they in the witness protection program? Uh sure. <laughs> And uh, John is Australian, yes. Yeah, that's why I'm doing an accent. Is this mystery Australian? That's why you're doing... It is Australian. <gasps> Where Exciting. he's from. Australia, mm. yes. Convenient. Yeah, But no, he's, he's from Victoria. <gasps> and this is set in Sydney, Australia. Oh, that is quite a long drive. There's We've... no way he could have got up there and back. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just went up and back. <gasps> I got back yesterday. Dave? Oh, how convenient. That is very convenient. This was also in the 1930s. I'm going to change my guess. Ah, a good decade. (laughs) 
We should get into this. It wasn't, though. It wasn't a good decade. And as I'll explain in my very first sentence. The Roaring Thirties. April 1935. It was a trying time in Sydney. The Great Depression was in full swing and people were struggling. Matt, come on. You fucking idiot. Insensitive. Yeah, come on. It was just. It was a good time for me personally, that's all. Why? I, you know, I... I love I love seeing people struggle. <laughs> he loves exploiting the working class. That does sound like you. That's our Matt. Just love seeing people struggle. One time I was trying to carry a really heavy suitcase up some stairs and he just sat at the top and grabbed just a bag of popcorn. Laughed and, and threw laughed. it at you. Yeah, you did. And I'm allergic. Yeah. Deathly allergic. He yeah. was trying to get it in my mouth. You dodged it real good. Thank you. <laughs> well, by closing her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> God, she's she good. <laughs> she thinks of everything. Um, so it's the Great Depression. There were very few attractions or activities that people could do. I dubbed it that. People were just saying, "Oh, this is what a depression." I'm like, "Nah, this is a Great Depression." Yeah, and it and it stuck. Silver it lining. Stuck. You're a real positive guy. Yeah, and that's nice. Mm, thank you. So there weren't many things for people to do to entertain themselves back in the day because Great Depression. Nobody had any money. Uh, not a lot of resources, but there was one attraction at the Coogee Aquarium. I mean, there were probably others, but there was definitely the Coogee Aquarium. <laughs> Everyone in Sydney went there. There was only one, and it was the Coogee Aquarium. The was aqua- that free? Um, I don't know if it was free. It was like a aquarium and baths, so I think it was like a. Oh, you did not want to get in the wrong bath. Yeah, I think it was like a like a local pool kind of thing as well. And they had a lot of information on it. A few different resources made it sound a little bit different. But anyway, it had been open since the late 1800s, 1887 to be exact. Um, but with the recession and it being nearly 50 years old, it needed a little bit of life injected back into it to get patrons walking through those doors. And the proprietor at the time was a man called either Charlie or Bert Hobson. Oh, let's make a call. <laughs> Bert. Bert. Maybe Charlie was his son because Charlie Bert and his son set out into the harbour to find a new star for their 25 by 15 metre pool. They were successful and they came back with a four metre tiger shark. Um, that's what, so shark. Where, where do they go and get their shark they from? went out into the, into the harbour. Was that, that's like a crossbreed of a tiger and a shark, yeah, am I right? Yeah, you do not want to see them, mate. I think I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Big time. How would they do it? Would the, well, obviously the... Shark's on top. Tiger would have to get in the water. Because it can still, it, as long as it keeps its head above water, the oh, shark can't get out of the water. Snorkel. Ah, mm, the most if, sexy. If, if the shark's going down on the tiger, then the tiger only needs to be half in the water. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Some sort of Think about it. Are you going to ask me later to edit that out? Nah. Go with your heart. <laughs> Anyway, so, so they, they just went and caught a shark. They went and, they, and caught a shark and put it in their aquarium. And it a, was the thirties, Dave. I love it. It's so good. So they caught a shark. Um, shark attacks had been on the rise that year, and uh, this was giving the public a chance to see one of these man eaters up close, and that presented a good chance of uh, saving their business. It attracted quite a lot of people to come and have a look at the shark. But within a week, the tiger shark was appearing to be quite ill. And one day in front of a oh, I have heard this story. One day in front of a small crowd of spectators, the shark vomited. <laughs> and among the contents of its stomachs were a rat, a bird, and a human arm. <laughs> I read a couple of different things. One 
uh, source speculated that this tiger shark had eaten a smaller shark and that smaller shark had eaten the arm. <laughs> and that arm had eaten a rat. <laughs> Tadakan. Um, <laughs> no, that's a Tadakan either. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all these people looking at this shark and it throws up an arm. <laughs> How gross is that? I would have liked it even more. I don't because I don't think it. Surely it wasn't in the time when you know we go to the aquarium now and you're sort of like you're looking at them through glass tanks, like you're lower, so you can sort of see them swimming around. I think it's just like the sharks in the pool kind of thing. It sounds like that they're in the twenty five meter lap pool. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, you're he, just like standing on the edge of a pool looking at a shark. They've like roped off one lane. <laughs> it's like elderly people Still in chlorinated the, water. Yeah, the slow lanes is going past the shark. <laughs> But the shark obeys the rules. Yeah, of course. It's going to go out of the lines. It's not the a peng- There's penguins in the spa. <laughs> the flippers up on the side, yeah. kicking back. Yeah, but they're in the penguin zone. Yeah. One, one of them's got a cigar. Yeah. He's having a good time. So vomits up an arm. Like, how much arm are we talking? From, like, uh, elbow down. Oh, wow. It's forearm, yeah, and hand. It's pretty gross. What, what was the hand doing? Shuckers? Obviously. Yeah. Um, Sharkers. Oh, hello. (laughs) Just going. (laughs) That's what Sharkers is. (laughs) And when the shark vomits, you reckon it looks at it and goes, that's embarrassing. (laughs) All these people just saw me vomit. So big night. (laughs) It just swims away to another corner. I don't know about you guys. I I know my brother in particular is a silent vomiter. He's so good at having a strategic spew and then just getting on with his night. I am like tears running down my face, screaming, heaving. I'm so loud too. I'm I'm practically calling out, help. (laughs) (laughs) I need help. I need help in here because I vomit so rarely and I hate it so much. Mine's the morning after a big night, real big night or probably big day and night and and I I reckon I sound a bit like Al Pacino, like a bit of like a... <laughs> Great. Well, I'm glad we covered that. Back to bed. That feel. There's no better feeling than those few minutes afterwards. Oh man, the relief. Remember the time I threw up here? Oh yeah. That half an hour afterwards. <laughs> Gold. But then it starts building up again, which yeah, is horrendous. No and good. you know it's you coming, feel it back. coming back. Yeah. Oh. And I know we thought I was hungover. I'm fairly confident I was very sick. <laughs> that wasn't good. Anyway, I'm fine now. Can so, I ask a question? Yes. And I only just thought of this then. The shark arm. Yeah. Obviously, that's weird. But like, you can see how a shark could eat an arm because humans swim. Sure. How about the rat? Yeah, the rat doesn't make much how sense. Does a does rat it? get into the middle of the ocean? Don't... And then a shark eats the rat. The rats swim. You can get water rats. That's true. Like but that I, TV show. That's true. Play right. school. <laughs> that's Jay Guy was on both. <laughs> that was where my brain was going. <laughs> that is a very niche, yeah. hard to understand, no, basically incomprehensible <laughs> attempt at a joke. I don't think, anyway, I don't think they swim in open water where yeah, a shark that, would not, be. Yeah, not far enough out that it would encounter a shark. Because the real mystery here, where the rat came from. <laughs> that is exactly the mystery <laughs> of this report. I don't reckon I've solved it. Well spotted, Dave. Okay. Jay yeah. Lagaya. <laughs> Two words. That rat. Uh, Our international Lagaya. listeners might know him as some guy in Star Wars. Yeah. Just should should be should be a huge star. He's got eight children. 
That's too many. Impressive. But the question is, Jay Lagaya. Huh? Huh? Does he know what's cool? I thought the question was, Jay Lagaya? It was going to be. I realised it made even less sense than Matt's water rats joke. (laughs) And that's hard to do. Okay, so the shark is at the aquarium in front of a bunch of people. It's thrown up. So some police officers attended from Randwick Police Station and the limb was pulled out of the water. It was a left arm (gasps) (laughs) with a length of rope attached to to the wrist. Oh, that's not good. Like it had been dangled in. That makes it sound like, yeah, that makes it sound like it was a bit of bait. Like people have gone fishing with an arm or a whole body. Yeah, And it just ripped the whole thing down. (laughs) And on the inside forearm, there was a 20 centimetre high tattoo of two figures boxing. You've got a tattoo. On my right arm. Oh, thank God. You love boxing. No. You're missing your left arm. No, it's right here. Oh, okay. Sorry. Under I mean, the table. It's, it's, and this uh... is my my tattoo on my right wrist. Oh, it is too. No, I was going to say, I'm looking at you the wrong way around. I'm like, no, it's on your left side. <laughs> but yeah, you've no, got I'm, me again. I'm facing you. Yeah, but it's on my left. <laughs> Is it my arm? <laughs> Am I dead? <laughs> Am I in heaven? Is this heaven? Oh, my God. Imagine if this was heaven. Feels like it. <laughs> Stop it. Every I was, day. I was fishing for that because I wanted you to say it first. Fishing with an arm <laughs> on a rope. Wait, that reminds me of the time I died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a left arm. There's a tattoo on it. The police were convinced the shark arm incident was a prank either by the staff themselves or by local medical students <laughs> that had too much time on their hands and access to spare cadaver parts. I mean, we have to remember this is a time when no one's having any fun apparently. Yeah. So you've got to chop up an arm, feed it to a shark, you know, make the most of your time. You I'll... make your own fun. Yeah. Life gives you lemons. You find an arm, chuck it in a pool. <laughs> I like to think that's just lazy cops and that's what they say for every crime. Yeah, I reckon someone's just pranking. Yeah. No, my shop has been robbed. <laughs> there he's running away right now. Yeah, just yeah. those medical students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll turn around and <laughs> yeah, you'll right. squirt me with a water pistol. They've <laughs> uh, been here before. Anyway, have a great day. He ruffles their hair and leaves. I'm ruined. <laughs> Please stop them. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> hey, buddy. You kids, kids keep me young. <laughs> Um, so they're thinking, they're, they're kind of underreacting, I suppose. They're like, nah, this is just a prank. But then things grew a little bit more frantic when the coroner reported that the arm hadn't been bitten off by the shark at all, but actually severed by a blunt knife in a suspected act of foul play. That, to me, that lines up more with the uh, cadaver, someone cutting off an arm. Yeah. True. What, the, what do you think? Did, in the cops' world, have they got a whole body dangled in one arm? The That's the prank. The shark's bitten it off and they've taken the, a now armless body back to medical school. Obviously, that would be the prank, but it looks like someone's cut it off <laughs> with a medical knife. Huh. Well, that just doesn't add up at all. Actually, that shot might have been robbed after all. <laughs> so the police... Nah, we weren't. We were pranking. <laughs> They're all there in the same room. (laughs) The police had two main questions. Okay. Whose arm was it? Great. This is great detective work. What's the follow-up? How the bloody hell did it end up in a shark's tummy? (laughs) I wrote that. Third question. (laughs) Third question. What's for lunch? (laughs) I'm hungry. Flake? Yeah. (laughs) Get busy eating. Get busy dying. Get busy eating. Hmm? 
I can live my life that way. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like heaven. Mm. Should we get matching tattoos as I, I get busy eating? I'm very up for matching tattoos. <laughs> I was so – I'm very tired today because uh, I haven't had a lot of sleep, as I never do on this day of the week. And earlier I was craving chocolate, so I ordered churros on Uber Eats. Just some churros. Ooh. And a little chocolate dipping sauce. And was it good? It was so fucking good. I ordered. I'm so happy. I ordered dessert for the first time a few weeks ago. It was. You mean first time on Uber Eats? A vanilla cronut. Oh, you just felt like a little something a little sweet. So I had a I had a little, little yeah little sweetie because I'm having one cheat day a week yeah. and it was getting very close to midnight. Oh, and you got to get. <laughs> I'm like, what a wasted day! I hadn't had anything. Yeah. So yeah, I had a midnight midnight cronut. Yum, good. <laughs> It was delicious. Great. I've never had one before. Yeah, they're pretty good. I think the cr is, means croissant. Correct. And the nut means pistachios. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh, Who so it's not, not a croissant slash donut. What? Oh. There wasn't anything pistachio about it at all now that you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living a lie. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've got to go. <laughs> I got some phone calls to make <laughs> about the cronut. <laughs> Everyone, please call your loved ones. <laughs> Let them know. The police had two main questions. Number one, what the hell is a cronut? Number two, how did it get inside a shark's stomach? <laughs> okay, so the questions are whose arm is it? How did it get in the shark's tum? The press, as they do, took off with the story and were reporting a few different things. They blamed um, exhibit tampering or a genuine shark attack because apparently, as I mentioned before, shark attacks were kind of high or they were, they were on the rise that particular year. So this is like in April. So, you know, in that, that previous summer, um, there'd been quite a few shark attacks. Forensic technology was obviously fairly limited in the 1930s, but new fingerprint technology, fingerprint, <laughs> fingerprint technology. <laughs> like you called yourself up yeah. on that. <laughs> well, I thought I'd get in before you did. Um, fingerprint. Fingerprint. New fingerprint technology was able to link the arm to a man named Jim Smith, a criminal and police informant. So here's a little bit about Jim Smith. I'm having so much fun, by the way. Are you having fun? Yeah, and I also got to pay respect to the 1930s cops who back in the day, rather than running a fingerprint scan, had to actually compare the fingerprints to like a database. Yeah, that's That's what I was just thinking. You have to go loop, loop, yep, yep, no. A little bit different. Next, loop, loop. Like, oh, can you imagine how horrible Easy. That would be? Put it on tracing paper. Right. Just hold them up. That may have been how they did it. I should have been a cop in the 30s. Should have been. Couldn't do it now. Nah. Too much bloody paperwork. Too much bloody IT. What am I? What, I don't want to be a cop or a bloody IT consultant. Yeah, what right? am I? Bloody girl. I've got to get the iPad out and solve a murder. I want uh, to fuck you, bloody right. dragon. Please. I just want to get out there on the beat. Yeah, I just want to hit the beat. I want to hit the beat. Honestly. Um, honestly. <laughs> We should hit the beat. <laughs> Can Dave come? Yeah. I'm more of an IT kind of guy. Yeah, that sounds about right. So Jim Smith was uh, an English-born former boxer, hence the boxer's tattoo, <gasps> who lived in Balmain with his wife and child. He tried his hand at being a pro boxer, but once it became obvious that he didn't have the skill to make it, oh. he turned to other work to support his family. He'd managed a billiard saloon. A uh, seedy type of place where crime flourished. <laughs> um, and it was either there or at a, a different uh, Tattersall's club where he had worked that he met a major 
criminal name. He met a major criminal named Reginald Holmes. <sighs> Reggie Holmes. Reggie Holmes. It's a good name, isn't it? This is a uh, a quote out of a really good article um, that I've probably based a lot of this report on because it was so thorough. Um, and it says. Reginald Holmes was a man of many titles. In addition to being a well-loved family man and respected member of society who gave back to the community with church donations, he was an active heroin smuggler and insurance <laughs> and business fraud mastermind. Wow, that, sound, that guy sounds great. Yeah. He started out sounding really good. Yeah. Which parts did you like? Well-loved family man. I found him a bit man, dull early. Respected he... member of society, church yeah, I'm donations. Sorry, I'm sorry, Joe. Heroin dealer. Oh, hello. <laughs> Morning. <laughs> Heroin smuggler and insurance and business fraud mastermind. Mm. Love it. Um, he employed men to drive fast motorboats out to sea and collect packages of cocaine and other goods thrown overboard by seamen on incoming ships. This is starting to sound like an episode of Water Rats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think... Jay Lagaia! Do you think Lagaia's Do you think Lagaia could be Lagaia? Do you think Lagaia would play Reginald in the movie? That'd be so good. Who's Phelpsy playing? Jimmy Smith? I guess Jimmy Smith would probably play Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Is that his name? Who's Phelpsy? Who's Phelpsy? Oh, Jess, please. Michael Phelps? I didn't watch Water Ass. Is it Michael Phelps? No, Peter Phelps. Peter Phelps. Michael Phelps is a swimmer. Yeah, and he can outswim a freaking shark, Jess. So how good would he be in this story? <laughs> well, I there's Peter Phelps no is the guy outswimming yeah. sharks. Peter Phelps from Stingers. Oh, Peter Phelps. Yes, okay. He's also the guy at the end of um, what was the what was the Keanu Reeves surfing crime movie where he goes Utah. Give me two. Give me two. <gasps> Meatball. <laughs> Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> What? Point break. Point break. At the end, Peter Phelps is there and he's on the beach. Oh, because he's, like, he's Aussie. Yeah. yeah, he goes, wow. The, I can't remember what his line is. It's something like, oh, that's crazy. Swell out there, it'll die. They yeah. made it like the director's like, he said it normally in his Australian accent. They're like, no, no, do it more Australian. Oh. So he ends it in film. It's like, it's like he sounds like an American doing an Australian accent. That- he was also in the first season of Baywatch. <gasps> he was too. The first ever one. Oh, he was in the first ever. Yeah. Man, that what guy. hasn't he isn't that crazy? Am I thinking of the right person? Is he bald now? No. You're thinking of Gary Sweet. I'm not thinking of Gary Sweet. I love Gary Sweet. This though. is Phelpsy. I've got his uh, wiki. I think page I'm thinking open. of the right person, but just show me. Okay, no. I was not thinking of him. Imagine yeah, but... him, but 25 years hotter. Yeah. Oh, he's already a bit of a bait. No, he's yeah, not at all. 25 but, um, years hotter. Yeah, got it. Okay. Um,. So can I move on? Or you both want a moment to Google oh, Peter Phelps? I've got a photo of Phelps here, and in the background there's a photo, I think, of Gary Sweet, the bald guy we were talking about. Yes. <laughs> I love Gary Sweet. Of course he is. I want, I want to find his line. No, you can keep going. Oh, may I? <laughs> Please do go on. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so, okay, so yes, he's got men going out to collect uh, parcels being dropped off by incoming ships, and he made more money from this and his other criminal activities than from boat building. That was his primary uh, job, you know, the, the, the fa- like to yeah, the public. Sure, like I work in construction. Exactly. He was Waste a, management. He was a boat builder. I'm a boat builder. And he did build boats, but mm. he made more money by doing all these criminal activities. I'm sure he was paying tax on everything. Of course he was. Uh, Declared all income. Yeah. Um, 
He employed Jim Smith to carry out different tasks like cheating builders out of their building supplies and over-insuring property before the property would then mysteriously burn down. All right, this is not as nice. So cheating builders out of their... Out of their goods? But were they bad builders? Nah, they were like Bob the Builder. They just wanted to fix things. Is Bob the Builder that good? Yes, he can. <laughs> Doesn't answer the question though, does it, Jess? So this... people, Bob was so quick to answer if he could. He never answered if he should. <laughs> should I fix it? Nah. No. Nah, don't worry about it. That's not yours. <laughs> Bob the Builder. What are you doing on my property? Bob the Builder. That's not yours. (laughs) Get out of here, Bob. You can you can see your kids on every second Sunday, you dog. I'll be back. Judge's order. I'll go plumb this ensuite and I'll be back. Oh, he's a plumber now. As well. I've got to take the work when I can, Jess. No, you're not wrong. I'm a lonely, lonely man. Okay, Bob. I Ooh. lost my license. Oh dear! What license? Drink driving. Oh, okay, it's all falling apart. You lost your drink driving license. <laughs> yeah, can you believe it? Can't afford to get it back. I lost everything in a game of poker with a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> that seagull took everything, even my Rolex. Oh, I used Bob. to be a high roller. Oh no! Oh no! Flashbacks are coming back. <laughs> Don't take it. Just take it all. Leave me some dignity. (laughs) (laughs) And the jocks. Come back to finish me off. (laughs) Oh, Oh, don't shit on me as well. I don't deserve this. I only cheated once. I'm not good enough for your shit. I don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah, isn't it good luck if a bird shits on you? <laughs> oh, come back, bird. <laughs> shit on me, please. <laughs> I'm so cold. <laughs> please. Anything for warmth. <laughs> How do we get here? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's right. He's ripping off builders and he's burning the. <laughs> He's burning down in Stuart houses. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, everybody. It hurts. This is definitely one for the fans of Tangents. <laughs> I'm only up to page three of six. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Bob. Oh, anyway, we'll do a report on Bob another day. <laughs> So, does it get any lower than begging a seagull to shit on you? <laughs> I just want to feel something. It's absolute rock Please. And the seagull be like, "You've had enough, mate. <laughs> you got to know when to fold." <laughs> okay. So Holmes is paying Jim Smith to do these kind of jobs for him. Played by Jimmy Smith. (laughs) Just to recap, Jim Smith is the boxer who's possibly lost the arm. Original Hunter is... Not that Reginald D. Hunter. The, the, Reginald uh, Holmes is Hunter. the Holmes. boat builder slash charity man I'm slash imagining family Tony, man. I'm imagining Tony Soprano. 
Oh, okay. In my All mind. right. Okay. Sure. Um, so this relationship between them seemed to be working quite nicely, with Smith consistently making money from jobs he completed for Reginald Holmes. But one scam in 1934, though, saw their relationship suffer. Holmes had overinsured a pleasure cruiser. Ooh. Oh, was that some sort of sex boat? Yeah, it's a sex boat. And it was called Pathfinder. <laughs> Sexy name. Oh, mm. I'll find my path. You can sink my Pathfinder. Oh. <laughs> yeah, someone's like, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like right into it to that point. Like, sorry, I'm I'm not quite following. Sorry, what do you want me to do? Sorry, I, I'm not sure what you mean by that. On, just to confirm, you're here for the sex cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anchors away. <laughs> All right, we're back into it. All right. Oh. Ooh, where's your rudder? Ooh. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry, I'm not sure. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> sex cruise. Like My the human sex. sex. Rudder. <laughs> Are we going to do it on this boat or not? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me just spin the wheel. Sorry. I'm You're really getting... taking me out of it. <laughs> Sorry. Have you ever been on a boat before? <laughs> We're going to need to talk through a few things. Yeah, lube me up. <laughs> Swap <Sorry>. my poop <laughs> deck. Oh, fuck. Let okay. me just put this boat into gear. Whoa, whoa, no. no, no I'm no. sorry. You, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> we are in the middle of the ocean, but you will have to leave. Step off. Some of us want to have an orgy. You're not invited anymore. <laughs> you may wait outside. <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> you may wait in the ocean until we are done. You may wade in the ocean. <laughs> and like, this is an enormous boat. Surely I can just sit out here. No. You can no, be man. inside having your orgy. No, no, no I'll know you're there. Mm, yeah. Clearly, you don't understand boats. You're really. Or orgies. <laughs> they take up a lot of room. <laughs> anyway, a pleasure craft. Pleasure cruiser named Pathfinder. So, this is Holmes's boat. He overinsures it. And sadly, the boat sank. Can you imagine his luck? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good luck. Well, I mean, he's lost his boat, Dave, but I suppose if you mean that he's got insurance on it and that's lucky. Sorry, it's lucky he's got insurance. That's yes, right. lucky he was smart enough and had the money to get insurance yes. on his big, big fancy boat. Which we, you know, if you've got a big boat, you should insure it. We, That's our tagline. I insure everything. Really? Every single thing. Really? Insured. So if maybe if this water bottle yep. had a little accident, you'd, yep. be, you'd be cool with that? I'd be covered. I wouldn't be cool with it. It's my favourite water bottle. Okay. I got that it's in a, a vending machine. Aluminium. Oh, I was going to pretend that you've got a, I've got a nice water bottle. Environmentally no. friendly Sorry, water bottle. Just to confirm, you guys are here for the sex cruise? Or? <laughs> yeah, can you hear us doing foreplay right <laughs> yeah. now? It, if, anything, whole, if anything it, was going to happen to that water bottle, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> What's going to happen to it? Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out together. <laughs> So got a little two inches like knocks out. it off the table. Ooh. 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 Oh, we got, a, we got ourselves a bad boy. This <laughs> is David and Orchie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's going to happen? I do a lot of shoulder movement. It's a lot of shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> a lot of eyebrow work happening. I think you're as speaking well. my language. Yeah. The language of love. <laughs> yeah, Dave's waiting in the water for sure. Yeah. 100%. Hey, guys, do it up there. <laughs> Much longer to go. It's getting pretty cold. Did you knock that bottle off the table? Yeah, yeah I bet oh, you yeah. did. Knock the bottle off for me, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Anyway. So the boat has sunk. He has insurance. Thank God. When he went to file his insurance paperwork, though, the, deconstru- the deconstruction? That's not right. The What word am I looking for? The boat no longer being with us. <laughs> the boat's demise? Yeah, sure. The demise of the boat had been deemed as suspicious by the police and Holmes was left out of pocket. It appears Smith had snitched to the police. Oh. And this made Holmes suspicious of his longtime employee. But it's all speculation at this point. We don't know. We don't. There's another name we need to know as well, and that name is Patrick Brady. He was a longtime friend of Jim Smith and also played the insurance fraud game. Uh, this is another nice little quote here. It says, despite coming from an honest, hardworking family, he strayed away from this lifestyle to mingle with the criminal underworld after discovering he had a talent for forging the signatures of generals in World War I. His talent <laughs> brought him to Sydney Harbour where he worked with Smith and Holmes, a perfect criminal trio. Is, is it specifically generals? He He's can't... just good at forging. Okay. I thought he, he could only forge a general signature. Because he was in the uh, – he did serve so – when he was serving in the in World War One, he figured out he could forge signatures of generals, which just then led him to realise he had a skill for forging in general. Love it. In generals. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and due to the Great Depression hitting Australia quite hard, Holmes was losing money and, f- and falling behind in his finances now. And to make things worse, Smith started to demand more money for the work he was doing and even threatened to blackmail Holmes. One night, Jim Smith told his wife that he was going fishing. A few nights later, when he hadn't returned, she began to worry. (laughs) I I love the olden days so much. Usually his fishing sessions go for for days, but nights? (laughs) Multiple nights? Even then, like, sure, leave early in the morning Mm. and then maybe be back in the Arvo late evening. But after you haven't come back the next night, I reckon I'm going to be alarmed, unless you've specifically said. But maybe this is just a reflection of my own relationship and our impeccable communication skills. Right. Or maybe. I know his whereabouts at all times. What time I are you? I put a tracker it? in him. <laughs> in uh, him? You put a tracker in him? In him. Oh. Up the butt? Are we yeah, of course, the up the butt. That's where you put the tracker up the butt. It's the most accurate place to track. Okay, <laughs> his butt's always with him, isn't it? It is. I've got to put it in his wallet. He always leaves it around. A great antenna, too. Yeah. For that, getting that signal out. Yeah. Out that big, beautiful butt. And where he is at all times. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to check? I'll open up my laptop. We'll uh, check yeah, where he is. Yeah, on buttfinder.com. <laughs> probably a real website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, anyway, so she begins to worry after a few nights. But, yeah, again, doesn't really seem like she was worried because she didn't – I don't think she reported it to police or anything like that. Just kind of felt a bit agitated herself. One night she received a mysterious phone call from a man. And that man said, don't worry, Jimmy will be home in three days' time. But Jimmy never made it home. Okay. So what a weird phone call (laughs) and oddly specific. If you had – Taken someone, murdered them, it's already been a few days. Why do you then call and say, don't worry, he'll be home in a few days? Because he I won't. Just buying a little bit more time to get rid of the body, I guess. I reckon uh, it's a ransom gone wrong. They're on the phone. I'll take uh, this. No worries. <clears throat> he'll be back in three days. Beep, beep. Did you ask them for the money? Uh, oh, shit. 
That was my last quarter. I just just told her that we're going to give him back in three days for free. <laughs> Damn. And that guy just, he would have got killed there as yeah, well. Yeah, he got killed. He got real killed. Then they, oh. they called his wife. <laughs> He'll He's be been back. dead for three days. Wait, no. Oh. Oh, you got to so keep him alive. Yeah. Another death. Hang on. That's a bloody bloodbath. Yeah, it was a mess. You thought last week's episode was a bloodbath. This is next level. Mm. It's a blood uh, bloody spa bath. It's a blood pool. <gasps> blood poo? Get that checked out, please, Jess. <laughs> Just to confirm, no blood in my poo. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway. So Jess's he, doctor listens to this. He does. He Podcast is how they communicate. He checks in. Because you know how I'm often sick? Yeah. He just finds it's easier now to keep track of me. He's like, oh, she sounds like her throat's clear. I literally got tonsillitis last week. Not having a good run. Anyway, <laughs> police investigation. So the police had the arm of Jim Smith, but not much else to work with. <laughs> they knew that Jim Smith was last seen drinking and playing cards with Patrick Brady at the Cecil Hotel. But hangouts like these were fairly commonplace for him. That's nothing out of the ordinary. It's kind of like saying that the last place we were seen was uh, <laughs> strippers. <laughs> well, we go every Monday afternoon. Every Monday afternoon like clockwork. <laughs> it's cheap Monday. <laughs> we like the chicken wings. <laughs> Five for a dollar. If you said no, I think you were a fool. <laughs> What's happening to Dave's face? Very animated. I love it. It's called acting, guys. <laughs> Come no, on. I love it. Matt? Thank you. Take I, note. I love it. You were very quiet on that bit because you I don't... I was taking notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, did you get any notes from me too? Anything I could... Yeah. What did you learn from me? Just be in it. <laughs> to be win it. present. Yeah. Just let, let the role wash over you. Yeah. Listen, react. Don't recite lines. Be the lines. Live the lines. (laughs) Is that Al Pacino again? Live the lines. Oh, wow. Yeah, the wrist action there is very good. (laughs) (laughs) I can can see the Italian in you now. I can never see that before until now. Swiss Italian. Yeah, I know. You say it all the time and I've never seen it. And there it is right there. Yes. Of the northern Italians, that's why we've got the fairest skin. Mm. Also the 80% Irish and Scottish Yeah, ancestry. that probably helps mostly, yeah. Um, somebody thought I was Italian yesterday. Oh, you lucky duck. I was like, thank you. How did that come up? She goes, you look like someone I work with. Are you Italian? And I said, nah. Is this a, do you work in Italy? Yeah. Like, is this a stranger? No, nah, oh, like, a, like a family friend of a friend kind of thing. Yeah, not somebody I I know well. That's always her second follow-up question. What are you having for lunch? Are you Italian? Are you Italian? (laughs) No matter what, it's always. She's got a great fact about Italy and she just wants to get it out. No, she's she's been and she's got photos. She knows and and a few key phrases. Yeah. Ah, va bene. (laughs) Shaped like a boot. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah, Kicking a ball. Venice. Sicily is the ball. A lot of water. I've got some photos. Hang on. Let me find them on my iPad. <laughs> my full-sized iPad I carry around because I'm middle-aged. She calls it anyway. a full-size iPad too. Yeah, it's weird that she does that. But anyway, I was like, thank you, but no, I'm very pasty. I'm Irish. And she's like just 
pulling. She's already the, got the, the iPad. <laughs> She's putting it back in like, fuck, oh. I don't have any pictures from Ireland. <laughs> give me give me five minutes. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, they, they've, been, they've been drinking and uh, playing cards at a pub, but that's pretty normal, nothing that big. They decided they, they might pursue uh, Patrick Brady as a lead and they found that he had rented a small cottage uh, in Cronulla at the time of Smith's disappearance on uh, Tulumbi Street, if you're familiar with the Cronulla area. I'm not, but go on. Thank you. Um, police began investigating Brady. They spoke to a couple of different taxi drivers who gave details about trips Brady had taken in the days prior to him renting the cottage because he'd rented this little place in Cronulla. And so they're like, what's he been up to in the days leading up to that? One of the last trips he took blindsided investigators with a shocking new lead. He went to the home of Reginald Holmes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The Holmes Homestead. The Holmes Homestead. The Holmes Manor. Until now, they'd not been aware of any connection between Brady and Holmes. So they, right. so they swooped. They're like, oh, isn't that interesting? And old mate Jim may have been snitching on Holmes. <gasps> so he has a reason mm. to get rid of it. Mm. So they nabbed Brady on completely unrelated charges of forgery, which, as we know, he was quite good at. Generally. Good at. Ta-da! What do you want? A joke. <laughs> um, apparently they interrogated him for about six hours, during which time he remained steadfast and wouldn't give them any information. You're not getting anything out of me, you dirty cops. Oh, I can't control him when he's like this. You better tell him everything you know. <laughs> Hang on, weren't you the bad cop before? Shut up! Wait, weren't you the suspect? <laughs> Do you reckon... I can't quite tell if Dave would be good or bad cop. Because um, he can get angry and it's fun. Mm. But also I'm not scared of him at all. Mm. I'm not scared of you though either. Oh my God, I'm bad cop. <laughs> yeah, you're the bad cop. I'm the scary one. I can be I scary. Think, yeah, I don't Look. think Dave can be scary. Are you scared? You intimidated? Yes, I'm physically. I'm literally pissing my pants. Oh right my now. god, Matt! There's there is a bathroom outside. Please yeah, go. Well, it's too late. You pissed your pants. My bladder has been emptied again into completion. It's a weird way of putting it. <laughs> well, I mean, you let it all go. Yes, didn't even st- stop halfway. No. Oh yeah, because that's easy to do. She's got a big valve, Dave. So. <laughs> It's on or off. Do you often stop halfway through a pee and say, I'll save the rest for later? <laughs> yeah, I like to challenge myself. 
Okay. You just want multiple trips away from your desk. So you're like, nope, half now, half later. I like to deposit my urine equally in every toilet in the office. Okay. How many Every toilet. Okay. You work in a pretty big office, though. Yeah. 13 toilets. Just on your floor? Do you know how, many, how hard travel... it is to divide something by 13? Yeah. I'll do it. I bet you would. And also, get like two more toilets, please, okay. or, or demolish three of them. Speak to management about demolishing three. Demolish them. Although demolishing a toilet usually means something else. <laughs> means you're uh, having a hoo <laughs> <laughs> So they're interrogating him for like six hours. He's not budging. But that was until they also interrogated his sobbing wife and he finally broke. He asked for a pen and paper and admitted to his collusion with Holmes. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Like, all right, I'm ready. Give me a pen and paper. He does a doodle of a dog. <laughs> Look at it. It's barking there. It's wagging its little tail. No, he just shows it to his to? wife to make her laugh again. <laughs> yeah. You're like, huh? 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 Remember that dog we saw? I drew him. Anyway, what were we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who are you? Um. Investigators realised they needed to go after the big dog himself. Speaking of dogs, <laughs> Holmes, draw the suspect we should arrest. All right, we've got to arrest that dog, Clifford. Get him. Let's get him, boys. We've been trying to get Clifford for years. <laughs> now, this next bit is pulled directly from an article because I think it was very well written. So it says, in another dramatic twist to the story, Holmes ripped out of his beachfront home into the harbour on his speedboat. <laughs> When it became clear to him that the police were on the approach. This is so awesome. Cops, this is so water rats. It's yeah. so fun. Cops were quick to speed out after him, but each time they came near, Holmes would abruptly jolt off again. So it's kind of like he'll go, and stop, and they go, and he goes, and off he goes again. Still on the boat. Still on his boat. Right. He attracted a crowd of spectators near Sydney's Sydney's harbour and oh, watched the hot rats. pursuit go this down. This is so water rats. Every single Speedboat chase always had the harbour in the background. It was the harbour bridge and just the operators in the back of every shot. Just to make it very clear where it was set, <laughs> we're in Sydney. Um, he proceeded to zoom around Circular Quay and disrupt the morning ferry services and then led the water police on a four-hour chase around the harbour The and water beyond. police, a.k.a.? No, nothing. Water rats. What's that? Water, water rats. That's What's what a water that, rat? That's the show that I keep over-referencing. What do you, you mean? mean? Blue Healers? <laughs> You're talking about uh, oh. Police Rescue no. with uh, Angel? Police Rescue and with Gary uh, Sweet. Gary Sweet. Mm. Sea Patrol, Lisa McCune. No, you talking about McLeod's Daughters? No. On a boat? No, there's no horses. We're not in Mount Thomas. <laughs> but I do appreciate, geez, Australia's made a lot of great shows. A lot of great crime shows. Are you talking about Thank God You're Here? <laughs> I have yes. a box set of that. I fucking love that show. Great Wish show. they'd bring it back. I'll be on in a heartbeat. Tom Gleisner, if you're listening. Do you think he is? Probably not. Tom Gleisner, if you're listening, I'll be on it. No, I said it first, Tom Gleisner. Uh, if you reboot Water Rats, Tom Gleisner, I'd love to be on it. <laughs> oh, God. And Tom Gleisner could really do a lot of things for Water Rats. Tom Gleisner, if you do a river somewhere again, I'll be on it. I remember a river somewhere. Tom Gleisner, if you do Funky Squad again, I'll be on it. Tom Gleisner, what we're saying is we appreciate your work. And thank you for your service to the Australian. And thank God you're listening. (laughs) Fuck, we are going on so many tangents today. So he's got, this is so fun. He's going on like a a high speed chase on his speedboat in the 30s. Four hours. It's amazing. But you've got to run out of petrol, surely. Finally, Holmes killed the engine 
He killed her. <laughs> These are really bad boys. I hate you both. He's got a Tommy gun. <laughs> <laughs> Die, you engine bastard. That was a really great impersonation of a gun. <laughs> I, didn't know you, I didn't know you guys were in the noise game. Yeah. Well, we're just starting out. We've been taking lessons. We're trying to catch up. Tom Glass, if you're listening. <laughs> Pretty good noises. noises. What was that other noise you learned in class last week? Boop, boop. Well, what was that one? Um, fire alarm. Yeah. I'm still trying to get, um, you know, the noise on the when you go under a tollway and the e-tag yep. beeps. It's like a very specific okay. note, and yep. I can't quite get okay. it. I'm working on it. Oh, can you do it? Yeah, of course. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah the e-tag one. Yep. Ready? Yep. <laughs> Fuck, he is good. Sorry, did that come out of your mouth? I thought we were recording in a car. Just Has he got your phone under the table playing sound effects? No, was... I can see his phone and his hands are on the table. Holy! Do it crap. again, just one more. Sorry, pl- I know you hate this, but just one more for me. Yeah, no, no, I love so, being a fan. So when you go under the toll road, always got time for you guys. It automatically connects. What sound does it make? Wow! That one we're low on funds. Oh, that one. <laughs> Please means top up. Top up your <laughs> yeah. your funds. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Well, I mean, I didn't need to explain that to you. This is only funny to Australians. No, not even then. <laughs> <laughs> even then they're like, please stop. So he's killed the engine. He's turned off the engine. He steps up before the crowd, pistol in hand. Fuck yeah. This is what he apparently said. It's a cryptic phrase. He says. <laughs> Two down. Three across. <laughs> Four words. <laughs> I am... Two person three across. Dave has never done a crossword. <laughs> uh, my cryptic crosswords are so hard because they're impossible. I prefer word searches. <laughs> anyway, what did he say? He's got a gun he in hand. He said, Jimmy Smith is dead and there's only one, only another left. If you leave me until tonight, I will finish him. It was clear that he was under the influence, apparently, but I... Jimmy Smith is dead and there is only another left. If you leave me until tonight, I will finish him. Well, we we won't leave you then. We don't. You, we're so trying you're to saying stop you killing. if we don't stop you now, you'll kill someone tonight. <laughs> I've killed before and I'll kill again. Give me five more minutes. I'll kill again. <laughs> if you let me. Is that cool? Please. I've just got one more <laughs> kill yeah, to it's do. It's like when people are like, all right, can I go to my friend's, like my parents' wedding? Getting remarried. <laughs> and then after that... Can I get a plus I'll, one? I'll turn myself in. You know what I mean? When It's like a, a nice I thing to do. Can I go to my parents' it's like, wedding? Yeah, it's like, um, all right, yeah. we'll let you go because it's like a big thing in your family, like a funeral or something, but then you've got to come back in. But this guy's like, all right, so let me do one more crime and then I'll have myself in. I swear to God, I'm yours. <laughs> um, it's always one more with you, isn't it? Phelpsy. Which, guy, which guy's is it? This is Holmes. Holmes. Played by Phelps. I like this too. It says it was clear. It was clear that he was under the influence. If his behaviour didn't make it clear, the empty bottle of gin at the bottom of the boat certainly did. <laughs> bit judgy there, isn't it? Yeah. All right, mate. There all might right. not have been a full bottle when he started. Yeah, we've all drunk a bottle of gin before we've led the police on a high-speed <laughs> Sydney Harbour water chase, and then begged to commit more crimes. Yeah. All right. So I mean, that's so what's gross. your tone? Yeah, back off. Really patronising. Or this person's just a fucking nerd. Yeah, they sound like a nerd. <laughs> what, you've never done that? Grow up. What are you, a nerd? Come on. Probably a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> so who are they writing for? Probably a big uggo. <laughs> Where there's nothing wrong with any of those things. 
Except for being a nerd. Yeah. yeah they can fuck <laughs> off. Hey, Dave, um, you've got a new podcast about books. Yeah, please uh, listen to it. <laughs> it's called Book Cheat. It's, called it's Book number Cheat. one across the world. That's not true at all. Under the nerd categories it is. That's yeah. right. In terms of literature podcasts, of which there are dozens. You're number one, baby. Woo. No, seriously, though, thank you very much. And uh, the next episode will feature Jess Perkins. Oh, unsubscribe. The big bopper. Yeah, so uh, keep your Any eyes Any sizzle on the, on the book it's going to be? Maybe I'll say coming out this Monday, Jess Perkins, Naomi Higgins. What a duo. That's a big duo. And I told them all about F. Scott Fitzgerald's classic The Great Gatsby. <sighs> because I've tried to read it five times and get bored every time. Yeah. And I got bored during Dave's report too. <laughs> but she was very polite. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, I, I stifled my yawns. I just kept like putting my. Mm, hand she was farting a lot. <laughs> That's a great. That's a great triple. Naomi, Bop, and Dave. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. It's gonna, it it was also, actually I, very fun. I had yeah. I had Naomi on uh, Primates last week uh, to talk about the documentary The King of Kong. She's a great, oh. maybe my favourite ever documentary. Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. <laughs> he is one so... of the best characters of all time. <laughs> I can't believe he's real. Is that hair real? <laughs> we talked in depth about that. I look forward to listening to that because that's such a funny documentary. Getting, getting a lot of uh, feedback, especially on Twitter, of people saying, when will I have a spin-off podcast? Oh, yeah. You're gonna Specifically, sizzle? phrasing the bar. And the answer is... Oh, so soon. <laughs> so, so soon. Ah, the wheels are in motion. Yeah. <laughs> and by that I mean Matt and I message each other about it frequently. <laughs> the do-go-on-averse is expanding at a rapid rate. <laughs> soon we will take over. It can't be stopped. <laughs> Nor should it be. Soon we will lead the police on a four-hour boat chase. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on right, our mega yachts. On, into international waters. And then I've got a gun. I'm like, just let me do one more podcast. And then I swear <laughs> I hammer myself it. They're like, no. No, no Please, more. no. You have to stop. There's too many. Anyway, okay. So he says, if you leave me until tonight, I'll finish him. Uh, he's drunk. The cops brace themselves for a firefight. But then Holmes raised the pistol. <laughs> I'm trying to picture a firefight. As in, bang, 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 bang. I was thinking, I'm picturing them throwing fire at Oh, I was thinking flamethrowers, like torches. That's cool. Like that Simpsons guy. (laughs) Krusty. Anyway. What's his name with the flamethrowers? We haven't done a Simpsons yet. Flamethrowers. It's maybe the episode, the only episode I reference. Oh, Hank Scorpio. Hank Scorpio. Oh, yeah, I love Hank Scorpio so much. So the police are bracing themselves for some bang bang. Uh, bang bang. Uh, <laughs> if I can. Get down! If you'll permit me. Yeah. You've mastered the goat gun <laughs> beautifully. <laughs> but then Holmes raised the pistol to his own head. Oh no. And fired. He fell into the water as the police converged. Was he talking about himself? Oh. There's only one, oh. one more. And it's me. Bang. Maybe. And he said, what, how long did he say he needed? <laughs> Just give me a couple of hours. And t- leave me till tonight. I need to get up. You know, I need to, I need to, <laughs> I need to write some letters. Oh, this is. But the shot to the head didn't kill him. <gasps> what? <laughs> Just grazed his temple. Gosh. Defeated. Oh, it was, was, was at church. Defeated. He finally turned himself over to the police. Holmes, who was initially thought of as the mastermind of this whole case, pitifully told investigators a different story. He alleged that Brady was the man who killed Smith. He also claimed that Brady brought Smith's severed arm 
in a grisly attempt to blackmail him for a sum of money. So he's saying that Brady killed Jim Smith, brought the arm as proof that he'd killed him and was going to blackmail him. Oh, gosh. Holmes described details of the cottage uh, in Cronulla, uh, told him that he knew. Go Sharkies. Oh, sorry, him describing that. Yeah, Cronulla Sharks. Scramo? I hear so much about the Cronulla Sharks. Holmes describing details of the cottage told them that he knew more than he was letting on. Police threatened him with an accessory to murder charge to get his inquest to court, to which he agreed. However, Holmes never made it to court. On the 11th of June, 1935, Holmes withdrew £500 from his account and late in the evening left home telling his wife he had to meet someone. So he's not under arrest or anything? No, so he's at home. He's going to court. Not under remand or anything, even though he went for this big boat chase and they think he may be involved in a murder. Mm-hmm. So he's withdrawn £500 and he's left the house. The next morning, on the 12th of June, 1935, the police approached Holmes's house to bring him to court. Before they even got to the door, they found Holmes slumped over his car, slumped over in his car in the driveway with three gunshot wounds to the left side of his chest. It didn't take long for them to piece together what the insurance mastermind Holmes had done. He must have hired hitmen and taken out a contract on himself. What? His life insurance policy wasn't applicable under suicide and his death would ensure that his wife and children wouldn't be subjected to the public shame of his conviction. It would be his last successful case of insurance fraud. He left an estate valued at over £34,000 in 1935, which would be worth millions. Whoa. So he's taken out a hit on himself. That's what we would assume the £500 is for. Oh. <laughs> wow. And they had to pay the insurance? Yeah, well, it said it was his, it was a successful case. So Oh, wow. So his family was set up, but he was dead. Oh. I mean, that's sick. What a gift. What a gift. Talk about providing for your family. Yeah, millions of dollars and a dead dad. Well, that part's less nice, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't sound like I get yeah. Look, I'm trying to find the positive here. And you always do. That's what we love about you here at Do Go On Enterprises. So, but we've still got Pat Brady. Yeah, what's happening with old Brady? The so mastermind, maybe. The Brady trial went off without Holmes, obviously. But it was, it, had, it was pretty flimsy. Those present included Smith's wife, Holmes's wife, few of the cab drivers who were willing to testify against him. And as the proceedings went on, the most glaring issue was the lack of physical evidence. Um there was no there wasn't a body. They had the arm, but no one could prove to the judge that Jim Smith was actually dead or if he was just wandering around armless. All right, of course. So we don't know if he's dead. Oh. Good point. I mean, we've just got someone who put a hit out on their own life, so these people obviously are pretty good at playing these little yeah. tricks. So, Look, we can probably assume. So but he could have been like, All right, mate, chop my left arm off, they'll think I'm dead, and then I've got a new new life. Yeah. And it'll grow back. So I'll be sweet. Yeah. What's it going to take? Medical science was, you know, wasn't what it is today. Yeah, he didn't. It was much more advanced. <laughs> yeah. I think Brady. I used to have arms that grew back. <laughs> yeah, not like these days, bloody Ugh. nanny state. Won't let Ugh. us grow our arms yeah, back. Yeah, can't even grow my bloody arm back. <sighs> Come on, mate. Come on, mate. Government, I mean. Yeah. When I say mate, I mean Yeah, government. I mean the government. No mate of mine. Yeah. Huh? Not my mate. Yeah. Don't call me mate. Not my mate. It's an ironic mate, government. Yeah. All right, mate. It's yeah. a sarcastic mate. Yeah. Yep, sorry, my tone is all off. No, that's All right, okay. mate. No, Dave, you're still doing that kind of nice. Try again. 
All right, mate. Uh, you're going nicer somehow. Right. Mate. Well, oh, that was pretty sinister. That was, yeah, that was a bit scary. I didn't like that. All right, mate. <laughs> For all the case, though. I'm really confused. What, yeah. I fear him a little bit. Yeah. Maybe he can be bad cop. I yeah, definitely do. is the scariest of the three of us. Yeah, because he's a bit unhinged. Yeah. You don't know what I'll do. Yeah. And I don't know what I'll do. I flew to Sydney and... All right, mate. All right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Sydney, Australia. And a guy... Australia. <laughs> so my two row buddies, I tweeted this too. Oh, I read the Why tweet. Why are rowing, rowing up there? Fuck, yeah, everybody made that joke. Not everybody. Like, one Every, person oh, made that really? joke. <laughs> Jesus. So, I'm firstly, so it was like a friendly middle aged man with a Hawaiian shirt on. He was fine. Oh. He ended up getting up and moving anyway because there was like a spare seat. So, the guy sitting next to me is wearing like cargo shorts, camouflage print, and he just had an unsettled look in his eye. He looked unhinged. And he ordered a Corona on a 9 a.m. flight and he sat the entire time with his hand up, like resting on the baggage. He probably had a question. It was really strange. Probably had a question about, you know, how, how soon they, till they got to the war or whatever he was prepared for. To the for. war. Why is he? Wearing camo. Shorts. Yeah. Not very safe. Or... going to a hot war. Yeah. <laughs> mm, hot war. Anyway, back to this uh, this court case. Um, when they when it was decided that there was not enough evidence, oh, sorry, that there was enough evidence to proceed, the case itself had an even shakier prosecution. Their problem was that Brady was never a violent man. He was charged with lesser crimes like forgery, but never pinned for assault. He stood at five foot four, and he was quite slight, so it was also unfeasible that he'd be able to take <laughs> on Smith himself. Dave, I'm taller You're taller than that. that. You're like five seven. Oh yeah, you're like five ten. No, he's the same height as me. I'm like 5'13". Okay. <laughs> okay, 6'1". He's not. You're 5'13". Are you 6'1"? No. You'd be 6. I'm 6-ish. <laughs> I'm shrinking. I'm very old. Yeah, that's true. That does happen. I was 6 at one point. Okay, so uh, Brady's 5'4". Smith was a much larger man. He was a boxer. He was quite solid. That's true. Uh, and lie, so, lie, pe- lie. oh boy. Um, so they were saying it was unfeasible that he'd be able to take on Smith. So yeah. he probably didn't attack him unless he shot him. Let's be honest. Anyone can kill someone with a gun. Wow, Dave. Oh, Dave, come on. Pop a tree. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of a bit dismissive of people who actually have killed people with guns. Or oh, anyone could do it. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. don't mean, I don't mean to offend. People yeah. plan that stuff out, man. Yeah, I don't think anyone could do it at all. I couldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't do it. But you could. Well. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. With guns. Sometimes. And knives, bows and arrows in weird cases. Mm. Um, just hurt please tell feelings. Me, please tell me in this case it was a bow and arrow. Broken hearts. That's how I plan to go. <laughs> how you plan to go? Well, you two will go and then I'll have nothing to live for. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> How I always imagined it as well. Yeah. Who goes first? Well. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to say it, but. (laughs) I'm obviously immortal. (laughs) Dave's weak. (laughs) I'm five foot four. (laughs) You'll get get hit by a rhino or something. Yeah. Something weird is how you'll go down. Oh, he's so weak. (laughs) Something that only weak people would. (laughs) Yeah, you couldn't even outrun a rhino. A normal person would be able to take at least three gores, but I'd be dead after two. Okay, 
So a day and a half into the trial, the prosecution fell apart and Brady was acquitted of all charges. He walked away a free man. So you've got Smith, we presume dead, but not necessarily. Holmes is dead. Brady's free. The shark arm case was never officially solved, but there are a few standing theories. A few years after the case, Brady's wife admitted that she'd gone to the cottage that Brady was staying at, suspecting he was seeing another woman. She claimed that she overheard not two. Oh, no. She walked down on him. He was making love to the severed arm. <laughs> Cheating on her with the arm. Or with a tiger <laughs> shark in, a, in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to his wife. I didn't want you to see me like this. <laughs> Gross. She claimed that she overheard not two, but a group of men drinking and playing a card game. No one could ever confirm who these men were, but Australian legal historian Alex Castles argued that the murder likely took place at the cottage, but Brady himself was out fishing at the time and returned to find Smith dead. So somebody else did it. He would um, allegedly, uh, he would have um, kept silent about this, fearing for his life, because obviously he knows who really killed him, but if he speaks, then he'll get killed. If Brady didn't kill Smith, he would have a good idea who did, but he would take this secret to the grave when he died in 1965. Until his death, Brady was the sole survivor of the shark arm case and in an interview with Vince Kelly, a leading crime journalist in the 60s, Brady explained that this case followed him to his death, suspecting that people around him would whisper, that's Pat Brady. just Yeah, it's also your name. People are like, that's Jess Perkins. I'm like, correct. How can I help you? Uh, coffee for Pat Brady? Oh, come on. Oh, are you serious? It's in the past. Come on. I've moved on. <laughs> I killed some people. Okay. Yeah. Coffee for the shark arm murderer? Oh, for God's sake. Honestly, now you're taking the piss. Well, you asked us that to call the, you that. That so. is the name yeah. you wrote on the, on you the wrote cup. That, you wrote that so. on the cup yourself. Yeah. You insisted. We you said, You wouldn't let me write. Yeah. <laughs> He wouldn't let me do my job and write it on there. Oh, dear. One of his last statement, statements proved to be true. He said, the shark arm case will never be forgotten. It will be remembered after I'm dead. That was in 1965 and it's 2018, so he is correct. What, what a legacy. So he died in 65, didn't get to see the Saints win. The oh, my God. He's one regret. That is the saddest thing of all. Is it? Yes. Okay. Certainly in this story. And sure. is the theory that the rest of the body was eaten by a shark? Different sharks? Don't know. Well, do, we, do we think that's what happened? Well, I, I reckon he's still around. <laughs> just one arm, man. Yeah, because there was no other body, just the arm. But unless it was like, uh, he the body was maybe uh, buried or gotten rid of some other way. And like one um, theory was that he'd taken the arm to Holmes as like proof. So maybe only the arm was left and then it was dumped in the water or something? How did it get in the shark? Mm. Well, that was on the pleasure cruise and I'd rather not talk about it. (laughs) What happens on the pleasure cruise? Stays on the pleasure cruise. But that is the unsolved mystery of the shark arm murder. Oh, yes. I'm not too proud to clap myself. (laughs) A bit of fun. A bit of fun. Did I do a good uh, Dave Warnicky style telling? Yeah. When you um, measured, um, you gave measurements early, five by. Yeah, the pool, 15 by 25. When you gave pointless measurements, I'm like, oh, this is like a Warnicky record. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) A lot of pointless. I've been trying to, yeah, trying to channel Dave. So that's nice. Thank you. It was well done. 
I think if we could all be a little more Dave, yeah, you know, the world would be a better place. Even I could be, to be honest. <laughs> you could be a bit more Dave. I could. Oh, I'd love that. Could you? you? I'll try. Thank you. I'll try for you all. Thank you so much, Dave. So yeah, that is our uh, our. That's what the people wanted. That's they right. Were... The number one mysteries are fun for a reason. Yes, I'm already making. I mean, we're still right in the middle of block, and uh, mm. everyone's talking about it. But I'm already I've already got big plans for next year's block. Do next year, I reckon there should be an official hashtag. I think I like that, but I think I'm also gonna do just like, um, I'm just gonna the most requested topics. I'm gonna put. Maybe twenty in a vote, and then the mo- the five or the oh. four most popular topics. Narrow it down again. Yeah. Yes, love that. I think something like that. Cool, and you'll forget. But I'll have to do it, so I'll have to get like an outsider in to run that, so that so we don't know, and then they tell us what our topics are. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Bit of <laughs> it's a bit too much admin in pod. Mm. Keep the pod. admin off pod. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I just want people to know that I work hard. <laughs> We know. Behind the scenes. But by people, do you mean Dave and I? Yeah. Are you just being a bit passive aggressive? <laughs> yeah, certain people. I wish they'd step up to their responsibilities. Yeah, I wish people would acknowledge how hard I work. Speaking of hard work, I've collected another fact quote or question Fuck this you're week. you're insufferable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I opened a message <laughs> and now I'm going to read it. Uh, this week's fact quote or question, Jess, are you going to put in a jingle? Fact, quote, or question. I love the live jingle, especially <laughs> the live jingle. And that, it's probably a different tune, but it's to me, when you sing it, it sounds like the theme from Widget the World Watcher. Okay. Okay. Is that from the 40s? <laughs> the 90s, same diff. Um, so this week's fact, quote, or question is from Christopher Sheaky. Sheaky. Oh, fir- he's a little bit sheaky. A bit sheaky. He's very sheaky if you hear his... Uh... <laughs> His title he's given himself is wild. He's called himself the Lady Slayer. (laughs) Are you murdering them? I don't know. That's what it sounds like. Are you threatening me? It's a very violent way to big yourself up. Are you threatening that you'll slay me? (laughs) Uh, And this did he choose this? (laughs) I think so. So this is uh, Christopher's. First uh, foray into the fact, quote, or question segment. She's a little freaky. And the way you get into this uh, is... Dave, that made me spit. Jess, do you want to explain the fact, quote, or question? Yeah, people too? choose a fact, quote, or question. How do they do that? Uh, by uh, being Patreon supporters. Basically, if I could take a How here. dare you? I nailed it. Go on. Give other information that makes it clearer. Yeah. If you would like to be... If you would like to be as freaky as our friend Shiki. Oh, God, you just want to say that again. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash pod. If you want to support the show, keep us going. If you listen every week, like we said at the top, we've never missed a week in nearly exactly three years coming up. You want to keep us going, you go to that web address and you get stuff in exchange for your pledges, including two bonus episodes a month. We sh- give a shout out to you live on the program. You get a newsletter, you get a bit behind the scenes. Matt's created a, an exclusive Facebook group for our Patreon supporters. Yes, it's been running the last few weeks. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a real hive of activity. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah, we and we love having a chat to you in there because Patreon, you don't seem to talk as much as we'd like. So we like that the Facebook's going on there. And also you, you can submit a fact quote or question. And also now... Uh, I literally said all of that. Uh, now you're also supporting other, the other podcasts as well. Without doing anything, you're if you're supporting us on the Patreon, you're also supporting uh, Dave's new podcast, Book Cheat, 
and he, he, he's now going to be shouting out to patrons on new episodes of the podcast, and I'm doing the same on primates. I'm letting people uh, reading out pri- uh, Patreon's favourite primates, and I'm getting some bloody top suggestions. Very, very good. So you support supporting a whole universe of podcasts. Anyway, Freaky Shiki has suggested this fact, and Bop, I reckon you'll bloody love it. It's relevant to two past episodes of Do Go On. Uh, and that fact is most Muppets are left-handed. I did. I knew that. And the reason for this is most Muppeteers are right-handed. right-handed so so they operate the head with their, their favourite hand, yeah. meaning their other uh, hand is operated by the other hand. That's why Muppets are superior beings. And what is a Muppet? Your it's, not quite a mu- it's not quite a puppet. So in answer to your question, I don't, I don't know. know. That's the second Simpsons reference for the day. Got to get it in there. Got to get it in. I'm putting one every week on book cheat as well, I reckon. Yeah, great. Why not? And we're doing full episodes of Primates. Of yeah, so well. we'll never outlive. Dave and I have done two whole Simpsons episodes on Primates <laughs> already right. within the first two months of the show existing. Anyway, we we cannot, we stopped. So thanks so much, Christopher Freaky Shiki, you lady slayer. Um, <laughs> please don't kill anyone. Obviously, lady or otherwise. Yeah, I mean, don't kill anything. Okay. Yep. Apart from um, poverty, kill poverty and bad vibes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just get rid of those bad vibes. Thanks. Thank you for saying that. Thank you so much for saying that. You're so welcome. There's another thing we like to do on this podcast, Dave. I'm going to explain what it is, and then please feel free to then explain what it is. (laughs) Okay, I'll. How about we go the other way around? What? If I go first this time, then you explain. Oh, no. Get fucked. Because I'm you're... doing it oh. and I'm going to do it perfectly. Ooh. Well, my, my thing there was I was going to explain it really, really badly. And okay, then go on then. Later explain it. Well, at the end of the show, we do a thing. Hmm. Okay, well, I gave a lot more information in my explanation. <laughs> you just went, uh, Patreon? <laughs> yeah. And people were like, yeah, I get it. Because they're not idiots, Dave. I'm not going to talk down to them. They're a smart people. Don't patronise them. I'm not going to patronise them. <laughs> well, if they feel patronised, they can contact me through patreon.com. <laughs> and if you do support us on patreon.com, then we will give you a shout out on our episodes and we will thank you for supporting us. And that is what we're going to do now. Oh, and we're going to give them a murder with an animal and a body part. Great. Okay. We're going to give them a murder. Gonna give them a little murder. Uh and I would love to kick it off if that's okay with you guys. That's so okay. Thank you so much for asking, though. No worries. <laughs> this guy is from one of my favourite places in the world. I've never been there, but I really do hope to go there next year uh, from Ohio, in particular Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. Mr. Mike Kilbane. Oh, Ooh. that's already a murdering name. Yeah, Mike Kilbane, the dog leg killer. <laughs> Ooh, dog leg. Yeah. What, does he double back? Yeah, he just takes sharp turns. Doubles back. Oh, I actually forgot to kill him. Hang on. <laughs> do a quick U-turn here. <laughs> okay, I panicked. I just went for it. I no, dog leg heart. killer's great. Yeah, dog leg killer. I mean, if that was in the papers, you'd be shitting yourself. So dog oh, dog yeah. legs, that's a pretty common phrase to mean just around the corner or sort of. It's a like golfing a term. It's a dog leg left or right if the holes bends one way or the other. Yeah, That's it's the sort of to, I've heard that to deviate. The whole bends one way or the other. 
think it deviate off the main path. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Mike Kilbane, the dog leg killer. I love it. Uh, and I'd also love to thank from Queensland in Australia, from Gainda, Mr. Zach Shepard. Zach Shepard. The cheetah toe killer. Cheetah toe. Cheetah toe. Cheetah toe. Love it. So are, are all of these a the animal coughing up the body parts? No, it pooped a toe. <laughs> it pooped out a toe. It pooped oh. a toe. Imagine that. Hopefully they would cut their nails. <laughs> Sorry, cheetah. Oh. oh, my butthole. <laughs> oh. Fastest land animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> fastest, fastest on land, slowest to take a shit. <laughs> Took hours. Zach Shepard. Zach Shepard, the cheetah toe killer. Cheetah toe killer. Sorry about that, Zach. Cheetah toe killer. That's got a nice ring to it. Dave, you want to thank a couple? Davey? Dave, you want to thank a couple? I'd love to. Davey? You just uh, work out. Jess, you would like to thank a couple? I'll thank a couple. I would like to thank from, uh, what's IA? That's why I paused. (laughs) I wanted to look it up. Indianapolis. I made that up. Ooh. Let's see Indiana? if no, you're right. Uh, I A. Yeah, it could be Indiana, but it's not. I would recognize it from Gary I-N is Indiana. Yeah, what's I-A? Iowa. 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 None of us would have got that. Slipknot Town. And I would like to thank Nathaniel McLean. Oh, Nathaniel McLean. Matt, the? Oh. F- um, Animal. Okay. Sh- um, sh- 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 <laughs> I've Sheep? started with sh- 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 Shetland sh- pony. Sh- sh- First animal you think okay. of. Okay. Animal. Kookaburra. Kookaburra. First body part. Dan- deltoid. The Kookaburra deltoid killer. Yes. Love it. Thank you. What's a deltoid? I've said that word recently. It's a muscle. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's also, you know, shoulders. It's also a a what? river a river system. So the Kookaburra River may have been where they've been killing people. Oh, that's Kookaburra nice. Delta. Oh, that's nice. The Kookaburra River. That sounds cute. Anyway, <laughs> the Mississippi but the, Delta. But the Delta Kookaburra Killer or the Kookaburra Delta Killers is a lot less cute. Yeah, oh, 100%. percent. Mm. Well, but I mean, thank you to Nathaniel. We really have to examine that body part to work out what the Kookaburras coughed up there. Delta was also a name of one of the gladiators in the 1990s run of the TV show Gladiators. <gasps> My favourite was Tower. My favourite was Vulcan. Oh, he was the main guy. <laughs> and Delta. And also, Delta Current Truck Rentals was an ad that used to play at halftime at Saints Games at Waverley Park. And the jingle went like this. Delta Car and Truck Rentals, just call 131312. Delta... One three one three one two. Yeah, I don't know if I oh, got that right. You'd be so mad. One three one three one two. <laughs> I used to love that jingle. Reminds me of good times. I'd also like to thank someone else, if that's cool. Yes. I'd like to thank from Brisbane in Queensland in Australia. No. Joshua Peel. Wow. Josh Peel. Joshua Peel. Great name. The animal. Seal. Animal head. Seal head murder. It's <laughs> pretty Woke good. Woke up with a seal head in his bed. <gasps> oh, that's horrific. 
I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Are you playing a grizzled cop? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you, I am. You tell me. What's it mean to you? <laughs> Hang on. Just let me sit backwards on this chair for a second. <laughs> Man, I can't control her when she's like this. You better tell her everything you know. <laughs> it was me. I put the seal head there. Yeah. I know. You're going away for 30 to life, Stuart. <laughs> sorry. Oh. Oh, you're sorry? Yeah. Oh, you're sorry. Dave, he's sorry. Yeah, sorry that he's going to be in jail for 30 years. Boom! We'd have swapped roles, bitch. <laughs> oh, can I? Can We're I, trying to get you to confess twice. Can I call someone? Who yeah. Are you call your mum. Yeah, maybe you should call your mum. She could give you emotional support. That would be a good idea. My mum's my lawyer. Great, call her. Yeah, okay, call her. Thank you. Good idea. Hey, mum, get down here quick. I'm getting real confused by these two changing characters. Yeah. Let me put, let me put her on. Let me put her on. <laughs> Hang what on. A skin. Yeah. I'll wear her like a <laughs> like a skin. Now I'm your mum. Mum, don't come down. <laughs> Now come down. down. Put the lotion on your skin. Now I'm your mum. Now I'm confused. (laughs) I reckon we'd be great good cop, bad cop. I reckon we'd be good just cops in general. Yeah. I reckon we're just good at everything. Yeah, I think we're good at the bottom of this case. (laughs) All right, I'd like to thank. Oh, this is a bloody doubly. A bloody doubly? We've got a, a couple here or a couple of, you know. Or a couple of people. Who knows how they're related in what way, but we're going to th- say thanks to both of them anyway. All the way from Chandler, Arizona. Well, Fantastic. Welcome down to Chandler, Arizona. Is you that, know that song? Is that a real song? Mm. No. Could oh. they be any more from Chandler, Arizona? <laughs> Look, I'm going to have to pull you up on that, Matt. <laughs> Every time there's a Friends reference, <laughs> it's always that joke, and I'm starting to think that you've only watched that one episode. Is yeah. that true? Is that true? Oh, no. <laughs> Because <laughs> even I know that joke, man. And can I Once say, Dave knows a joke, it's dead. Could these people be any more Chandler? <laughs> That's good. Thank you. I understand that reference. Otter. Uh, oh, I like that. The otter. Oh, oh, um, I'll bail on that. Uh, 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 body part. Come on. Just the look elbow. at body. Oh, the right. elbow yeah. killers. And I haven't named them yet. That is Jamison oh. and Tawny Estes. Oh, Ooh. nice. And the reason I thought Otter is because if they are a couple. Um, they hold hands. They hold hands when they sleep. It's oh. so cute. Seriously, Google it. And no, holy shit, look like. it's so You don't cute. have to Google it. You can watch our live episode from the oh, Melbourne yeah. Comedy Festival last year, the Loch Ness Monster episode. No, nah, and- you've got to flick through that to get to the right point. Probably just Google it. <laughs> But when the footage cuts out, you get to see a few beautiful otters. Oh, YouTube.com slash pod. And uh, thank you so much, Jamison, Tawny Estes, the elbow. And if you're not a couple, it's still like it's still nice to hold t- hands. Holding hands is nice. That is nice. Isn't give it a go. Nice? Just try it. Oh, if God. you're at home and you're in a couple, I'd say, you know, just give it a try. Oh. No, I would. I would say that. <laughs> would you? No, I would. Just sitting at home. Yeah. You don't even have to be out and about and Look, doing it for safety. I'm, you can just hold hands for fun. I watched a video of two people holding hands once and it looked really nice. Oh. I can only imagine <laughs> that it would be. Jamison and Tawny. What? Like, That's either amazing. one of those names is sick. Yep. But you bring them together. 
and ooh, Jamison wow. and Tawny. Sadly, they cancel each other out. <laughs> yeah, they're both yuck now. Oh, I'm so You're sorry. both amazing. I'm so sorry for you to find out this way. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, to bring us home, I would like to thank from Glenfield Park in New South Wales. Oh, I wonder how close that is to our crime scene. <sighs> oh, do I tell you? I'm Googling. You, you t- can look that up. Well, I thank from Glenfield Park in New South Wales, Daniel Wheeler. Macaque. Daniel Wheeler. Ears. Oh, yeah. The Macaque Ears killer. Very good. Or the Macaque Ears murders. Glenfield is a southern suburb of Wagga Wagga, so I don't think they're too close to Sydney. It's all good. Innocent. For Mm. now. For now. For the Macaque Ear Glenfield Park feels exactly like the kind of place I'd run to. Oh, how very Yeah, where was this little... It's about halfway between Melbourne and Sydney, Mm. I think. Yeah, Melbourne's the most livable city. Daniel, you should really check out the monthly room in Wagga Wagga run by Dane Simpson. Mm. It is He runs a great comedy room at the Beard Deluxe there. He's just a great dude. Great guy. You might you know should, him from Tom Gleisner's program. Have you been paying attention? Sore spot. Daniel, check it out. And thank you so much for supporting the show. And thank you to everyone that we just shouted out to. All you crazy murders. But thank you especially to me, right, Dave? Yes. As we always say on this show, Jess is best. Jess is best. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, have a go. Jess is best. <laughs> Perfect. That is fun. That I, is I've fun. never heard someone say it so well the first time. Yeah. So well done. The first I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm. To- doesn't always work. Doesn't always. Work. <laughs> it's always trying. a delayed T. <laughs> uh, so thanks so much for everyone for joining us here in the program. Uh, midway through block, you guys have been rocking the block, and we appreciate that. Uh, hashtag rock the block. Rock that block. Hashtag rock the block. Rock the block. Tofa. Um, and. <laughs> Uh, something that I think we very rarely say, but I, I was reminded recently is important for podcasts to do. If you could please give us a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever, that would be so nice. I've been reading through some of them lately, and they're fucking the best. You guys are so lovely. Yeah, we now have the ability. So it used to be the way we could only read the Aussie ones because we log into the Australian iTunes. But now, if you write a review anywhere in the world, we'll be able to read it. So it's very nice. And they are super nice. And you can do the same if you want to for book cheat and primates, you know. No one's twisting your arm, but... If you want. It'd be smart to. <laughs> well, not smart. That sounds like a threat. I reckon you better do it because I can't... I don't know. I don't know how to control me when I'm like this. <laughs> you better do it. <laughs> Look, honestly, I'd be if, if you can, that'd be great, but no pressure. Pressure! Uh, doesn't take very long either. Under pressure! And please do check out Book Cheat. Uh, I was on one of the on episode two, Jess is on episode three, James and Mesa on episode one, and they're all... The best. I haven't listened to Jess's one, to be honest, but uh, James and Mason. But that's just because so it's fun. not available yet. That's true. That's not just because you hate Jess. No. I, I reckon Jess is one of the best podcast talents in the country. One of the best Thank podcast you. talents. Podcast talents. I don't want to limit it to podcasts. That was TV, radio. You do whatever you buddy. Like on the stage screen. Running around the park. Trapeze. Trapeze. Always <laughs> Sorry, to try ra- trapeze. Trapeze. <laughs> oh, but that is it for another week Running here. around the park. She's so good at it. Look yeah. at her go. Look at her go. So She's graceful. so carefree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks again for listening to the show. 
our UK tour is coming up so soon now. And for those people that are going to come see us, we are very excited. So pumped. So uh, the countdown has begun. But until next week, if you want to get in contact, do go on pod.com. You go there. It's got uh, it's got everything. Even your mum's butt these days is available. Your mum's butt. <laughs> it's available on dogoonpod.com, but also links to our Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Your mum's butt. <laughs> All you got to do is go to at dogoonpod or slash dogoonpod for any of those things, or the email is dogoonpod at gmail.com. <laughs> drop us a line suggest a topic you can do that through the website as well we always love to hear this was such a cool topic and only one person suggested it so maybe you know a story that we should do hmm. Jess me? yeah maybe oh god um, uh, uh, say an animal in a body part uh, the banana <laughs> <laughs> yep two hands the banana hands murder yeah well that's our most requested topic ever We'll be, and we'll be doing it next week. No, we'll be back next week with our most requested topic ever. So Who's excited? excited? I am. I know so it's going to be great. But until next week, I will say thank you and goodbye. Later. Bye. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Bums, 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 get your bums now. We got little bums, big bums, hairy bums, bums, come on. No, not today. Thank you. Not to, not for us. Thank you very much. Put me down for one big hairy. <laughs> Dave, no. If you give him one sale, I'll be back every week. Sorry. <laughs>